Welcome to the LTC University Podcast, empowering and educating across the great state of South Carolina. Here we go. Welcome to the LTC University Podcast. My name is Jamie Preston, and we have one more show for 2021 this year, and we have a great one for you. We have patient care coordinator Jarnell Adams and nurse practitioner Sherry Elder. How are you guys doing? Hello. Doing good. How are you? Awesome. Good yeah. morning. We're doing great. Thanks great. for having us. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we know you guys are doing some great work out there and you're getting a lot done. You're seeing a lot of patients. You're providing unbelievable care. And what I love and what I hear from other people is that you guys have some incredible teamwork going on. We do. We are a team. Our yeah. PCC Darnell is wonderful. She is she is one of us, and she is a great addition um, to helping us take care of our assisted living patients. That's amazing. So, so let's let's talk about what you guys do in your positions, um, Jarnell. Let's start with you, and tell us what the patient care coordinator is, and, and how your what is your job, and and how do you serve those assisted livings? Sure. Okay. So, um. I'm Jarnell. I'm a patient care coordinator of the PD region. I work with Sherry Elder and her two MAs. And then I also have another provider that I work with. Um, so basically what I would do is normally I would go to the facilities when Sherry's not there. Mm -hmm. So if they need anything, um, I can go ahead and do a telehealth visit with Sherry or, you know, call Sherry and say, hey, we got a problem here. Can we address it? You know, just to so they can still have somebody in the building just in case they they need something. Um, that's what I do. Also, I work closely with Sherry when um, we're trying to do annual wellnesses, ACPs, things like that. Sherry let me do. Um, I see her hospice patients. I see specialty patients. We do a lot of um, site visits, so I coordinate care with those. Um, I do a good bit of pharmacy consults. I kind of do a little bit of everything, but my main job or main role is to just be the middle person between the patient and the provider. Yeah. Um, so yeah. making sure that we get them seen, get them taken care of so they don't have to go out or just whether it's, you know, calling to get information or something somebody needs, that's me. I'm there. I'm doing nice. it. That's, um, that's awesome. So um, I think that kind of sums it up. <laughs> yeah, no, that's great. Sherry, how is it working with a patient care coordinator? Because this, this role, it's been around for a little while, but it's fairly, it's still fairly new. Um, what's the difference for you as a provider having that patient care coordinator? I would say definitely if you're not utilizing your patient care coordinator, you're missing out. She is the link between when, like she said, when we are not able to be in the facilities. I currently have 12 facilities that are my buildings. Wow. And it's hard for one person and two MAs to be in 12 facilities. Yeah. So Jarnell is able to go to buildings that I'm not able to get to on that day. I utilize her a lot if we have abnormal x-rays, abnormal labs, things that need to be addressed and maybe I can't make it to that building on that day. Sure. Um, so she is able to help me keep in my mind, my patients out of the hospital. 
yeah. um, by doing this. So instead of me not getting there or me just sending an order to maybe the staff that doesn't really understand exactly what's going on with the patient, Darnell is able to go and facilitate that. I'm able to speak to the patient and the staff and explain exactly what it is that I want to order and explain to the patient what the condition is. And maybe while I'm ordering repeat blood work, repeat x-ray, anything like that. So she really bridges the gap for when I'm not there. So not utilizing your PCC is a huge loss, in my opinion, for providers. Yeah. Um, She's also able to, she has access to my buckets. Um, If she sees abnormal things, come across when I'm in the field, she calls me and she addresses and says, Sherry, you know, we have abnormal x-ray, abnormal labs. Do you need me to go? So I utilize her for that as well. Yeah. Um, Also with the push for the quality measures um, with South Carolina house calls with the quality measures, she's really been a huge help in allowing us to able to complete all of those, because as you know, those are very time consuming So she's able to lots of times go to the building on the same days that I am there and see those patients. And we've really been able to complete a lot of our quality measures that way. Would it be safe to say, Sherry, it would probably be impossible to see 12 different facilities without this patient care coordinator position, without Jarnell. It it would be with the quality that you're being able to see them. Would it be impossible to do that without without her? Definitely. I feel like without Jarnell, not only would the patients suffer, but also, you know, being able to have her in place and go out so that we're not missing visits as well. Um, So it would, yes, virtually it would be almost impossible to do this without Jarnell because Mm -hmm. she can be anywhere, anytime that I need her. Yeah. So Jarnell, I think what Sherry has been describing is a superhero. So, so, um, I think, you know, hand, hand clap for you there. That's amazing. I, I love how you guys are working together because honestly, we can always do more as a team than apart. And, and I think that's been the traditional, you know, for providers, it's, they've kind of been on their own, you know, nurse practitioners, they've kind of been doing their own thing. They see the patients, they, you know, they're going, you know, from room to room and generally, um, seeing patients in a facility once a month, you know, maybe, but you guys are be able to see these patients more by working as in a team. So that's amazing. So, Jarnell, what's the first thing you're looking for when you when you make contact with these patients? Um, first thing I'm basically looking for is um, I know the facilities pretty well, and I, I the thing is I don't really know the patients, but I do know the people in the facilities, like in the front office and in the facilities real well. So um, I'm just I go in, I you know speak, do my rounds. You know, just regular casual conversation, definitely looking in the books. Each facility have books um, that they document in. So um, I'm always looking in those. Like Sherry said, I'm always looking in the buckets. Um, I do talk to the patients. Like I know with a few of my specialty visits, especially like with the psychs, I have built relationships with those patients because we're seeing them. So I can kind of tell when it's a difference with those patients, because like I said, I have a, we see them. So I have a relationship with them. 
Um, so I make sure I go see those patients, even if I don't have a visit with them. Um, I think it's just nice to just check in, make sure they don't need anything from us. But for the most part, I'm just going in, just having conversation. And, and if something comes up, which something will, because sure. it, it always does, um, I'm right there to take care of it. That's amazing. And and I, I can really, because having worked in some facilities myself, um, just being there and being a part when I used to work for hospice, I can see how these facilities probably absolutely love you and love seeing you come through the door. Is that true? Correct. Correct. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I have my favorites. Um, so I, I, I think everybody just worked real well together. Yeah. Um, real well. So right. they have me, they have my contact. So I, when I came in and introduced myself, when we first started doing the PCC role, I was like the first week, I'm just getting to know my people, like who, you know, the DON, the director, mm -hmm. I took them a little candy basket. I had my card in there. I wasn't looking for any visits. I was just simply, I wanted them to know what I did. Like, sure. this is what I'm doing. I'm a part of Sherry Elder's team, you know? So as I did that the first week of the PCC role. Yeah. And I think that really made a difference because yeah. like I said, I wasn't in there looking for visits. I was just in there simply telling them what I'll be doing. And, you know, if they need me, just call me. And I think that was that, that right there really kind of, sparked the um relationship and just just grew ever since then sure. so now they they call me they look at me like um as a part of sherry other team so if they can't get a hold of them they'll call i'm the next in contact um and yeah so and it I'm works, sure, works I'm, yeah i'm sure they're looking at you as part of their team as well right right yeah right and that's a, that's awesome so i think um sherry Tell us, because what a lot of people don't understand, when when a patient or a resident at a assisted living, when they go out to, say, go to the emergency room for whatever reason, there's a slew, it could be congestive heart failure, you know, just a, a myriad of reasons why they get sent to the hospital. Talk about what happens when they leave the facility, because a lot of times they don't come back or it's a long time, explain what that's like for that patient. I think when in assisted living, especially right now, one of the biggest things is, and one of the biggest reasons why we try not to let them go to the hospital is the quarantine when they come back now. Sure. You know, go to the hospital or when you go out anywhere else, when you come back, you're on quarantine. Mm. Um, no matter, no matter for what reason, you know, whether you're symptomatic or not, you're still going to be on lockdown in those buildings for 14 days. Yeah. And a lot of residents, a lot of residents want to do, don't want to do that. But when they come back, um, it's, it's a lot of, it's a lot of confusion on mm -hmm. like paperwork with medications that the families don't know about that we don't know about. It's just so much easier to keep the patients in the facility. And by utilizing Jarnell, I feel like we've been able to do that. Yeah. And we've been able to catch things quicker you know, let's say that they have congestive heart failure and they start having some edema. You know, the staff is able to report that on Jarnell when she's there and we're able to go ahead and get something called in and get something started. Yeah. But I would say the biggest thing right now is the quarantine, not only the going and seeing at the hospital and being exposed to to COVID at this point sure. um, with it being but again. Um, so it's just it's a lot to get the patient to go out 
and then come back in. And I feel like if you utilize your PCC, a lot of that's going to be eliminated. Yeah, absolutely. And a lot of times, you know, um, I've seen this in the past, you know, when these patients do have to go to the hospital, it's, it's a week stay in the hospital for whatever, whatever reason they possibly catch something in the hospital. I, I know um, statistically 30% don't make it out of the hospital when they go to the hospital. You know, if they do make it out of the hospital, um, God willing, they end up going to skilled, a skilled facility. They're there for a few months. And, and a lot of times they don't may not make it back to that, to their home, you know, at the end of the day, or it's three months before they even get back with their friends, with their family. And it's, it's just a huge headache and, and, and it's not great for that patient when they could still be there being taken care of. So what you guys are describing is a real change in healthcare and, and being proactive versus reactive. Yes. And I, th- I think the model of seeing the patients on a consistent basis is a is a must. Yeah. Um. If you're not checking in on your patients, you know, bi-weekly, weekly, depending on what they've got going on, they're going to end up in the hospital. So by utilizing this, you know, Jarnell is able to stick her head in there and maybe see something, and, and we pick up on it prior to. Sure. Um, so we, you know, keep a strict schedule of the frequency of how often we see see our patients. And I truly believe that that helps eliminate some of the concerns that you just spoke about, about them being sent out, going to sniff facilities, you know, not being able to come back to their home. Yeah. So the model, the model with South Carolina house calls definitely works. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you've, you've seen you, Jarnell, you've seen the numbers you've, you've watched these patients, you know, before this, they, they are going out to the hospital and you guys are able to keep them there and keep them at home and, and right. that facility because it's it's hard to fill, fill those facilities, too. I mean, for that administrator, right. they need those rooms to be full. You know, it's a it's a business at the end of the day. And when those patients don't go out, they keep their building full. They keep people happy. They they're able to serve those patients. And um, yeah, you guys are doing an incredible service for them. And another avenue that we're able to pick up on is is the hospice. You know, when we have patients that have that significant decline and maybe, you know, they've been back and forth to the hospital numerous times and either the patient's like, you know what, I'm tired of going back to the hospital or the family reaches out to me and says, you know what, we, we just don't want mom to go back anymore. They're not doing anything. She's, you know, X, X age. And we just want to keep her comfortable. We here have the, you know, the opportunity to step in and say, hey, well, we can offer the services, you know, of hospice. Yeah. Whatever, you know, whatever you choose, this is a possibility. Um, so we're also able to keep that patient in the building that way as well. Sure. Now, right. Yeah. Go ahead, Jarnell. Oh, I was just going to say, you know, if I can just give any advice to any PCCs out there, it would just be work with the provider that's going to work with you. And just pay attention. Like I can, I remember one time I was just in a facility and I didn't have any visits with Sherry, but it was her facility and it was a, I had two site visits and I just overheard the staff talking about two other patients that needed a UA order stat because they were having, they were being combative. And I mean, just from listening to that 
and trying to focus on psych, I was able to call Sherry. I'm like, Sherry, can you do two telehealth real quick? So just listening and just, you know, um, working with the provider that's going to work with you, you're, I mean, it's just, it's going to play out well. You just got to get the right people in your corner. Like every day I'm thankful for Sherry because I'm constantly meeting my numbers, the goals that I have set for myself and Sherry just makes it happen. Um, so like, if I can just tell the PCCs that work with the person that's going to work with you and just listen, listen very carefully when you're going into these buildings, because there is always opportunities to see these patients. And mm-hmm. those that that day when I saw those specialty patients, I also saw two more um, patients right there just from listening. Yeah. Um, so I was thankful we was able to get the UAs and everything ordered and, you know, get them back to normal because they I think they did end up having a UTI. Yeah. So just listen and work with the people who's going to work with you. And chances are you kept those patients from having to go to the hospital because because at the end of the day, the assisted livings, they're not medical facilities. They are not right. there. They they have a director of nursing, but the typical protocol is either to call the provider, get them seen, or you're going to the hospital. You're going, you know, going to the ER, which is, which is costly. So you really kept you know, uh, you saved a lot of things, you know, if, especially if they were combative, you know, there, you saved the facility from having to call the families and say, Hey, we have to figure this out. You know, they're combative. We, you know, there's so much you kept that facility from having to do that day just by keeping your ear to the ground and, and, and paying attention really. And right. I, I, that's amazing. Great, great work. Um, now, Tell me this, guys, because because I love I love my job. I love what I get to do. It's me, especially in healthcare, because it's meaningful. How much more meaningful that you guys have worked hard on your relationship, you know, your teamwork, how you guys work together. You're serving twelve different assisted livings. That that blows my mind and amazes me. You're taking care of all these patients. How much more meaningful is this for you? And I want you both to answer this. How how much more meaningful is your job right now because of the teamwork that you guys are sharing? I just like to say that I can't do my job as a provider without my team, just like they can't do their job without me. So I feel like we're all on the same playing field that we all are compatible with each other and that we couldn't do what we do and take care of our patients in 12 buildings without each other. Sure. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I would say the same thing. Yeah. And how meaningful, how meaningful, meaningful does this make your work journal? It is, it, Oh, Lord, it just makes me it it just makes it all worth it in the end, you know, Mm -hmm. just knowing both sides getting the help that they need. Like anything that I can do to help Sherry and her team out, I'm going to do anything I can do to help the patients and their family and the staff out. I, I will do so. It just makes it all worth it at the end. And just, you know, it's it's just a different feeling for me. I I can't explain it. I just know. It's. I can't even explain it. Yeah. Well, you can hear it in your voice. 
you know, as you talk about it, you can hear it in the passion in your voice, both of you, um, because you guys together are able to help more people, keep more people out of the hospital, make more people healthy by working together as a team. And I just, I just applaud you both. Um, you know, now talk about some of the difficulty, maybe getting started. How, how was it when you guys first started working together? It was was definitely a, um, a hill that we had to climb over, like nothing with us too. Cause I've been knowing Sherry ever since I started with the company. Mm -hmm. Um, so it was, I guess it was me trying to figure out my role. Yeah. So it was like I had to rewrite the role. Like, you know, they just they they was like, okay, you're going to be a PCC and then this is what we're going to do. And I was like, wait a minute. Um, So I had to really sit down and gather my thoughts together. I talked to Destiny and Justin like on a daily basis. And once I kind of figure out what my responsibility was in these facilities i went to sherry and i was like sherry this is what we got to do and then she was always on board and then like as we started figuring out you know what works for both of us we just came up with more stuff like hospice quality of measures like it was just like we just added on more things buckets Mm -hmm. so it worked out perfectly um but yeah once we got over that hill we just started flowing yeah and um yeah how much how now much I of your group message yeah <laughs> i made it to her and her team group message so yeah nice that's awesome it worked out perfect jarnell how much of your job is really anticipation and anticipating sherry's needs as a provider i would say like a percentage wise yeah sure 80, 85%, mm. 85%. Cause I still have to have that other percent for the specialties sure, and things like that for when she put in for those requests. But I'm, I'm telling you, I could not make my goals if it was not for sharing. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. She, she used me for um the telehealth part, but she also utilized me for the specialty service too. Like our spike has grown in um these facilities. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm overly excited about that, that too, um, that we're able to promote and help a lot of people stay in the facilities and not having to go see any other provider. So I I definitely like that. But 85% of my time is with Sherry. Yeah. Um, And I wouldn't even change it. I wouldn't even change it. I call Sherry in the morning. She called me sometimes. I don't understand how she's up early in the morning and then go to bed (laughs) late at night. It's like, Sherry, you only get four hours of sleep. How does that work? Because I'm off sleep. But um, she's always up and on it. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. So, Sherry, I want to ask you the same question. You know, as a provider, you got into healthcare because you wanted to help people. You wanted to make patients better you wanted to heal people um how much more meaningful is your job because you're working with jarnell as a team you're you guys are serving one another and you're able to serve i just i just can't quit going back to this number 12 different facilities that's a lot of patients how much more meaningful is that making your job working with jarnell it's a lot of patients. And I'd first like to say we also have 42 hospice patients on my service as wow. well. Wow. So you can you can imagine what a great asset having Jarnell is um, with us. 
Um, but I'd like to go back to what you asked initially when the role was first introduced. Mm, yeah, please. And as having a PCC. And at first I was a little um, reluctant because I didn't understand the role. They first came out as they were just going to do advanced care planning for us. Sure. And the first thing, if I'm being honest, that went through my mind was, great, I'm going to have another chart to close, mm. you know, when I've got so many. So once we got that rolling and Jarnell was in the buildings, it's like she said, we started to find other avenues that would better serve our patients. Yeah. Instead of her just doing the advanced care planning, like she said, we opened up the book of saying, hey, check the book while you're in the building. Ask the staff if they need anything. And we just started to grow. We started to grow from there. So I say having her or without having Jarnell, it would be very difficult to manage everything that I have to manage. Yeah. Um, so without her, I know that we could not take the care of our patients to the level that we want to without having that liaison. I like to call Jarnell our liaison between the building and myself yeah. because she is advocate for the patient when I can't be there. And at the end of the day, I feel like that's my job. I am an advocate for my patients. Sure. And not only is it that, but I think it takes to a different level as we serve some underprivileged buildings and we are family to them. Mm. I've been taking care of them for seven years and they are like our family and they treat, see us as a family and adding Jarnell to that. She's an additional face to our family in the building when I'm not there. Yeah. And they feel like they can talk to her and say, Hey, this is going on with me. Can you let Sherry know? And we're able to provide better care to our patients by having the relationship that we have. So I think it's key that the PCC and the provider have that open relationship with each other when I would drown without Jarnell. There's no yeah. doubt about it. I mean, there's so many, as you can imagine with so many buildings, there's so many orders coming through. There's so much in the bucket. There's so many buildings calling every day needing, hey, can I get this? Can I get that? And all I've got to do is pick up the phone and Jarnell's in the field. Hey, can you run by there and see this new patient that just came in today? I cannot get there, but I need to sign a medication you know, request and I don't want to do that until I lay eyes on the patient. So we're able to pick up new patients in a more timely fashion and take care of them, mm. you know, in the in-between providers from their old provider to me in a timely fashion by having Jarnell on our team. Yeah. Guys, I can't tell you how much this makes me smile this morning. It's the last day of the year, the last day of 2021. Tomorrow is a new year. Um, and you guys are a pleasure to talk to and to hear your story and to hear how you guys are working together and serving so many patients and changing lives, literally changing lives and making people healthier, live longer, able to enjoy their families longer and, and just have a better quality of life. You guys make me smile. I love hearing this. I love hearing teamwork and, and how people work together. Guys, thank you for all you do uh, for SC House Calls and, and those communities that you guys are serving. Thank you. And we'd also like to thank you, thank the you. team in South Carolina House Calls, for allowing the opportunity in this model to take care of, take care of our patients. Yeah, awesome. Jarnell, Sherry, keep it going. Um, uh, you guys are amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
Thanks for listening. And if you could leave us a five-star review, we would really appreciate it. Visit our podcast website at ltcuniversitypodcast.com. You can also subscribe to one of our other podcasts in our podcast network, The Disrupted Podcast with Scott Middleton, Experiencing Healthcare with Matt Staub, and coming soon, The Thriving Practitioner Podcast. Thanks again for listening, and we'll be back next week with a new episode. Have a great week.